0: It is yet another pleasant Saturday and you're on to your weekend delight NASCO Movement's radio show. This program is powered by a quality foods and household products provider, NASCO Group Nigeria. Do you know where your children are at this moment? Reading, whether for pleasure or for academic purpose, is an essential habit that reflects the greatness in everyone, regardless of age, gender or status. It is a tradition all over the world that has been passed from one generation to another. Once upon a time, Nigeria, for instance, paraded the best set of authors and publishers in Africa. Then, reading was an innate affection for both young and old. This reading inclination reflected so much on the quality of leadership and civil discipline that brought pride to Nigerians everywhere in the world. Sadly, however, The World Culture Score Index recently rated Nigeria as one of the countries with the lowest reading culture in the world. That is not all. Available statistics from the National Commission for Mass Literacy, Adult and Non-Formal Education shows that 38% of Nigerians are non-literate, as 4 in 10 primary school children cannot read for comprehension. Regrettably, this adverse development is a challenge the country seems not to be paying the needed attention to because, as it is now, there is generally a poor reading culture in the country. There is a saying that if you want to hide something from a Nigerian, put it in a book. What is responsible for this sorry state of affairs? How can this trend be reversed? Are there interesting books out there for the reading public? How can Nigerians foster a good reading habit for personal and academic excellence? Providing answers to these and other pertinent questions are what we will be attempting to find On this Saturday Delight, the NASCO Moments Radio Show, as we discuss fostering good reading habits for personal and academic excellence. Joining me in the conversation this morning is Dr. Sarah Lojas, the current Deputy Dean, Faculty of Arts, University of Joss, former Acting Director, Advancement Office of the University. She is also a former head of Mass Communication Department, University of Joss, and former Vice Chairman of the Nigeria Institute of Public Relations, Blatter State chapter. Stay tuned as we return shortly. I am Hodun Yang. Brightest white detergent, bright text.
1: Brightest white detergent, bright, bright, bright text. For your brightest wash, bright text. For your brightest wash, bright text. Ever since I discovered the secret of BrightX white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright, and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. BrightX detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. BrightX white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the BrightX advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright, and clean. For your Brightest Wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the Brightest Wash.
0: Dr. Sarah Lojas, good to have you on the NASCAR Moment Show. Nice to be here again. Okay. So, to begin with, why should people read books?
1: Well, the best way to promote literacy is to inspire a love of reading. There are several reasons why people should read books. First, you look at the knowledge that is gained Books are a rich resource of different subjects that provide information and increase the depth of the subject as well. A person gets to learn some new information that he or she didn't know before and it's usually said that the level of someone's intelligence is by the number of books he or she has read. The other reason is also uh, is to stimulate our brains mentally. Uh, It has medically been proven that in order to prevent dementia or Alzheimer's disease, you need to get the brain working, So to read or to study will help do that sort of exercise. Um, really improves positive thinking and our world is saturated with a lot of information that, or a lot of issues that could be stressful. So once you read, you take your mind off some of the things that have been a problem. It improves our imaginative abilities, especially when a book is a fiction book, it tries to take you to another world. So in other words, uh, reading, Allows us to experience multiple realities. You get to a feel of what is happening in another parts of the world. Uh, it allows you to focus, you have a level of concentration. It also builds our vocabulary, uh, command of language, new words, you discover new words, phrases You know, just read. I remember when I was in secondary school, there was an assignment given. Uh, we're asked to go and review and get any book written by Wole Soyinka pick all the new words that we never heard of before, never came across, it was fantastic and I can assure you some of us never found the meanings of those words but it helped us. so. It's, uh, reading also, uh, people read to improve writing skills, you should know that. Uh, utters, good authors have emerged from reading other books written by other people so we developed some level of expertise in writing uh, what we have read it improves our communication skills. And this is tied to writing skills also because the more you read and write, the better you communicate. Mm. Some read as a hobby for leisure or recreation to remove boredom. Uh, it improves health mentally. It's been you know medically proven that uh, sometimes you develop healthy lifestyles from what you read. You are not, when when you get depressed, it's because you have nothing to do. So when you pick a book to read tend to do away with uh, all those negative things that are likely to depress uh, you. Sometimes even spiritual texts, the Bible, the Holy Quran and so on, uh, the Quran, it's said that it can lower blood pressure. The encouragement you get from those spiritual texts actually. uh, For the physically challenged, who cannot move from one place to the other? Reading is like a journey they undertake to another world, to another place. Other reasons could be uh, to sleep better self-esteem, develop confidence and ability to deliver, socialization, and so on and so forth.
0: Hearing all this, you know, someone should just jump and pick up a book right away. Yes. But in your assessment, uh, what is the reading culture of Nigerians like?
1: Uh, It's been said, indeed you have also mentioned, uh, given some statistics, the facts that hardly would Nigerians be capable to read. from one cover, one page to the other, from cover to cover. So over the years, uh, research has shown that about 30 million Nigerians who have graduated from high school have never done that, read a book from cover to cover. And indeed, even in the universities, we find it very difficult to get students to read a book. You know, Uh, So sometimes the, the, the processes or the procedures or decisions that management takes is send a student to the library don't ask him to go to the internet and search for a document. It's easy to do that. But ask him to go to the library, pick a book, read, study, and write out uh, what kind of whatever information there is to write. So generally, I think that based on the statistics given by the National Commission for, for Mass Literacy, Adult and Non-Formal Education, uh, Nigerians, we have quite a number of Nigerians who are non-literate. and. Um, There are several factors, several reasons that one could provide for such uh, uh, non-response to reading generally among Nigerians.
0: Now, uh, can you explain some of the factors that are responsible for this
1: state of affairs? Let me begin by saying that poverty is a very strong factor, especially in our continent. You know, there are parents who cannot afford to pay school fees. In fact, I have a relation who opened up a school, started a school, but he ended up paying school fees and buying socks. For the children. Yes, for the children. Because the parents say, okay, I can you can't go to school because, I mean, the, the acceptable dress format, uh, dressing for students is that like you need a white socks, a brown sandal or whatever. And they pay his fees, you know, grudgingly or sometimes they find it very difficult or not at all, and even fail to buy socks. So he ended up doing that. So the level of poverty is deeply felt in our continent, truly. Uh, Many are able to send their students to school buy books and so on. The other reason is corruption. And you know, what's been trending over the last few weeks is the issue of sexual harassment. The fact that some other form of corruption really, because students uh, make themselves vulnerable to such crimes. They don't read. And because they don't read, they prefer to cut corners and get their marks. It becomes uh, a problem. So um, I would just pick uh, um, also technology. The onslaught of that has, um, of the digital revolution in this case, is a global dimension, you agree, has altered completely people's disposition to reading. So, if I can Google on the net and get very quick information about what I want, why should I pick a book and spend a day or a week reading through? So, these three reasons I think stand out prominently you know, as some of the factors that hinder reading really culture.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll try to get answers to more questions resulting uh, from the answers that we've gotten so far. Listener, it's the NASCO Moments radio show. Join us again right after this.
1: Uh-uh. Mama Shakara, mm. did you actually see the shining? <laughs> How don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. My bright text white detergent. Oh, bright text detergent. Not the fade cloth at all, at all. And it wash clothes clean. Well, well. It gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty, no matter how it be. You good go chop hand too. No, you know the chop hand oh. And it good for washing machine too. Eh. Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I'm to use to wash all my clothes now So that I'm going shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from Nasco. For your brightest wash, Brightex Brightex, for the brightest wash
0: you're welcome back. This is the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our guest today is Dr. Sarah Lojas, the current Deputy Dean, Faculty of Arts, University of Joss, and a former Acting Director, Advancement Office, University of Joss. We are discussing fostering good reading habits for personal and academic excellence. Um, is there a shortage of authors in Nigeria, or is it just that Nigerians are not interested in reading?
1: I really do not think there is a shortage of authors. Over time, the nation had, has paraded the best authors in the continent, Chino Achebe, Oleshuink, and the names are there, they are winners, Nobel, uh, Nobel laureate winners, and so on. So, I, I, I really think that it's not that there's a shortage of authors, but it's basically that the environment uh, has not provided suitable materials and dedicated reading spaces, and even encouraged people by getting qualified teachers who have a passion for their job to do that and help Nigerians to overcome that. So it's really not a question of not having enough authors but the fact that materials have not been adequately provided, teachers are not encouraged, you know, given their passion for the job, and of course the available spaces are not available. I mean, the spaces are not available. How many libraries do we have? Libraries do we have? So
0: Are these problems affecting the number of authors we can expect to have in the future?
1: It should. Mm-hmm. Because if, if, the, if, the, if the campaign, let me use or the advocacy is to get people to learn to read, automatically you're saying you're preparing people for, to become future authors. And you want, you want a situation where there is a platform or uh, uh, an avenue where they can put their heads together and get resources closer to them to be able to utilize for, those, uh, for, for future use. Okay. Um, what are the differences between
0: reading for entertainment, for personal development, and for academic excellence?
1: Uh, reading for entertainment or pleasure refers to reading out of free reading, you, derive, you expect that the person doing that is deriving some sort of satisfaction because they are genuinely interested in it. Uh, in this sense, it is a creative activity. Reading for personal development comes out of a motivation to do so. For example, when we prepare children to learn to read, or the benefits of reading, the opportunities increase in schools, where uh, which influence and shape the reading habits. At the other end, uh, at the level of academic excellence, reading is a lifelong venture that makes one a lifelong learner. And the import of this is that we are able to teach others also. Just that.
0: Okay, uh, to what extent has the social media affected the reading culture of Nigerians?
1: I think that the social media is generally addictive. You know, you, when you go when you go into the campus, for instance, and you get to the health center, you find groups, clusters of youths with their smartphones. That's the level of addiction. They are not in the classrooms, and as late as four thirty-five, they are still out there, not in their hostels. So, generally, social media has proven to be Addictive to all groups of people, uh, particular students of tertiary institutions. Most of, most of us rely, for instance, on information from the social media rather than picking a textbook to read and verify information. In addition, there, is, or there are much abbreviations on the social media uh, which has hindered proper language acquisition and development. This has affected basic language skills such as speaking, writing, and reading comprehension. So most of most of our students or our younger ones, if they are to communicate with you, let's say let's even say informally, you're going to see such abbreviations in their uh, mode of communication. Sometimes it appears even in exams. <laughs> <laughs> so it becomes a thing a difficult task for the lecturer or the teacher to begin to decode mm. what uh, those abbreviations mean. So yes. it really affects.
0: Certainly they need to understand. Uh, how to differentiate between what they do informally and yeah. what they're expected to do formally. Yes. All right, as an academic, now how can the library system in the country be improved to encourage the habit of reading among Nigerians? Yes. Libraries can
1: promote reading by providing sufficient information, resources, journals, as well as other internet connection for online resources uh, and electronic databases Current and updated materials. Now you see, if you go to the university, see they keep and make examples with it. The university, the university, the, uh, the library in the university now is updated. It's one of the top grade libraries. I would say proudly. Uh, you see, large numbers of students coming. Why? Because they know they can access the internet right there and there. There are resources that are online, and it's easy to navigate their way around. So. Really, uh, the library uh, libraries can promote reading once they provide the resources and make the um, environment conducive. So sometimes you walk into the university library and you see them, uh, students couched in, in a corner, you know, relaxed, they're comfortable, there's no pressure. And so that creates the kind of environment for them to study and take as much time as they want to read a book, for instance, or do some sort of research. Mm. So I believe that they can, libraries can promote reading by providing sufficient information resources and journals, online or otherwise, of course.
0: So you find most public libraries with outdated books, yes. um, so you hardly find students or people wanting to even walk into such libraries. For sure. So what should we um, say to government, those who run these public libraries, how important it is uh, for them to update them for the good of the citizenry?
1: The, the, the government should be aware that education doesn't stop at the point in which you you sit in a classroom and teach someone you expect that the person should have the opportunity to learn by himself once those resources are provided what is the history where is the history where are we going to trace the history of an event or an issue if it's not recorded or documented in a book or in a a database and made available to people if government is aware of what education is. uh, is likely to provide for the next generation in terms of reading, then they should be able, and they should actually focus attention on providing the resources needed.
0: Thank you for staying tuned to the Nasco Moments radio show. Uh, We'll be back for the last segment right after this.
1: Now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts Nourishing Goodness Anytime NASCO Corn Flakes, Nourishing Goodness Anytime.
0: This is the Nascom Women Show on radio. Our guest, Dr. Sarah Lojas, the Deputy Dean, Faculty of Arts, University of Joss, and former Vice Chairman of the Plata State Chapter of the Nigeria Institute of Public Relations, has been sharing her thoughts and experiences on fostering good reading habits for personal and academic excellence. Uh, Now, let's come to the nation's educational system. Does it encourage reading? And if it does, how can it be improved upon? If it doesn't, what can be done to remedy the situation?
1: Let's take, let's look at um, what we, what we come across on a daily basis. The educational system still to uh, promote reading only for the purpose of examination. So our young ones who read, especially in the tertiary institutions, read because they want to pass exams. They do not read because they want to gain some knowledge, learn a skill, for instance, or understand what is happening around them. Uh, so most educational systems in the country, I see personally that uh, we promote reading only really for the purpose of examination. We should not be. The reading culture should be inculcated in our educational system. But for the academic, leisure, and research uh, purposes, also for technology, uh, we should encourage lifelong learning, which is an important aspect because it brings out innovative changes. It brings out innovative things in in society. Our society keeps evolving, and it's necessary for one to be able to participate in the knowledge economy. We are reading not because we want to pass an exam or do an interview. We are reading because we want to add value to your environment, to the economy, or to your society. It's very important. So people benefit from this. It should be also noted that most of our libraries in the educational system are not able to provide enough reading materials for students. We have already mentioned that that is actually what is more visible uh, when, when you take a random look at and so the nature of our systems in the educational system. So if we
0: are just encouraging students to be for exams, how else should we do it? How do we
1: flip the coin and change it? I mentioned earlier, lecturer should be able to send the students back to the library to do assignments, whether they take home assignments or whatever they are, term papers, whatever. Sometimes you see research is done, projects, this is done by students, and you see they are deficient in the amount of information they, they get. And sometimes you take a look at the reference list and you see they are all online resources. And we ask, where are the textbooks? Which ones did you read? As a matter of fact, I applaud what the University of Justice is doing. I don't know if it's applicable to others, where students have to review journals and books. And that means you have to get a copy of the book and read You don't just pick and review on your own, you know, from an internet uh, something that someone else has done on the internet. So they need to go back to the libraries. Let's direct them back to the libraries. That is where the resources are. Okay.
0: Now, moving forward, how specifically can good reading habits be? for personal and academic excellence be fostered among Nigerians. Let's make reading more exciting and fun.
1: Let's make it more exciting. If you watch small children, primary one, maybe pre-primary, learning to read. The fact that they're putting alphabets together, two letter words, three letter words, you, you when you watch them practicing, there's some sort of excitement because the teachers have made it so. They have made it colorful. There are pictures to support the words that they put together. So we need to be able to make reading more exciting and more fun rather than just for exams. The importance of personal knowledge as a way of being informed is very important because information is vital for decision making and critical thinking. It is also vital for participation in governance, community issues, culture, lifestyle, health and all of this put together would help make reading interesting. to read, because you know you are going to impart some knowledge to someone. You'll be able to narrate the incident or whatever you have read from a book. But if you have not read it, you're just going to pick bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of course, if you've read it, you can sound intelligent.
0: Yes. <laughs> I've, I know you, that. Yeah. There, there are people who have reading clubs, you, know? yes. you can pick a book and read for a month, yes. come back and talk about yes. it. Yes. I wonder how we can encourage that. Maybe. Can we start them in schools so that people can get used to uh, reading books, even if it's not just for academics? It will be exciting.
1: Mm. It's a starting point. I watched on TV, I think NTA news, and uh, somebody was promoting reading amongst primary school students. And I found it very fascinating because that's the point where they are really, really really difficult to handle. Their attention is limited to anything. Worst reading you know sometimes what we do at home personally is to say okay rather than watch tv or if you need to go and visit a friend read a book and tell me what you read mm. in a couple of days you know so that interest has to be generated i believe that the starting point really is not the school is from home
0: okay? yes so we all have to be deliberate right from the home all right uh, it's been an interesting discussion so far what final words would you like to offer the listener
1: Okay, I think that um, this issue about reading, whether for pleasure or for academic excellence, will also demand that we partner. Uh, We partner with the relevant authorities, we partner with non-governmental organizations. You you earlier talked about uh, reading clubs. If you have book clubs, make sure that this can be done through partnership whether academic or even public libraries and government and so on and so forth. I'd like to commend the National Library of Nigeria. is also championing this course to encourage reading and improve literacy levels in the country. Uh, that partnership is valuable. This a starting point important. it will help a great deal. However, um, there is really a reading journey for every individual. Depending on what you want to read classical books, literature, poetry, fashion, biographies, whatever they are, they are all there, the list is all there. I think that. Uh, the passion, the, what we get out of it meets the desired need we have, whether it's purely for imagination or to fulfill uh, curiosity or whatever it is. So really, uh, we should make use of the explosion in information that surrounds us, capture them in books and direct our children and students back to reading books that we have. So rather than thrust our children before television sets or video games, which Is the in thing now? Give them a book and challenge them to read and tell you what they understand mm. from.
0: We'll go and find the encyclopedias yes. and so on. Yes, all right. Exactly. I have been speaking this morning with Dr. Sarah Loahas, Deputy Dean, Faculty of Arts, University of Joss, and I hope you know now how to foster a good reading habit for personal and academic excellence. Mm. It's been a pleasure having you on the program. Thank you for being here. Thank you. The pleasure so much. Listener, uh, we believe that uh, you have had a well you've had a worthy time listening to the program, follow the program on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO Group or use the Twitter handle at NASCO Group. Free to send feedback on any aspect of this NASCO Moment show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 805 774 The NASCO Moments Trivia question for this week is... In what year did the National Library of Nigeria come into existence? Send the correct answer via text to 0805 774 and include your name and location. The NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show has been brought to you by NASCO. It was created by Unimark Limited, Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu. Production coordinators Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus, and Alex Rubin. I am Hudun Gang. Join us again next Saturday for another interesting package.